Digital acceleration is here. Health systems are walking the path, but are they in the right direction? Welcome to Patient Journey Pioneers, roadmaps from the top digital leaders in healthcare who share insights and strategies that are pushing the patient journey to new heights. This podcast is brought to you by Hiro, and I'm your host, Liat Kozuc. Because we are back on Patient Journey Pioneers for another episode. Uh, today, our main focus will be on the upcoming health conference, Healthcare's number one innovation event taking place this October in Vegas, baby. And I was lucky enough to get some time today with Alan, Health Head of Marketing, Michael, Health Head of Creative, and Amanda, Health Senior Director of Content Marketing. The all-star lineup of superstars were making health this creative event that it is. And Michael, I just want to say you're doing an amazing job. And I just want to be a speaker on health just to get this headshot that you guys are making for each speaker. How did you think of that? Health is the third um, event creator curated by our CEO, John. And he... He just has this really great idea of like, let's do illustrations for characters this way. I don't know if you know about headshots, but not everyone's headshot is equal. Um, so when you go to an event webpage and you see all the headshots, you'll see a really great one, but then a really pixelated one. So doing the characters or character um, caricatures allows us to control the quality of the visuals. Also, it's like, it's, it's really unique. And that's what we're trying to do in health. Like healthcare is very, you know, conservative and staunch and we're kind of playful and whimsical and these avatars are a way of extending the brand. I can see that. I can totally see that with health and with Vive. Um, we had our biggest booth of Hyro history at Vive of last year in Nashville. So really good job. Um, so guys, we have tons to cover today. Uh, Health's website currently shows more than 10,000 anticipated attendees, including 2,500 CEOs, more than 300 speakers, 800 sponsors. What you're seeing is definitely trending in the right direction. Amazing. And you probably expect it to grow as we get closer to the event date. Yep, absolutely. Amazing. So Alan, as health head of marketing, what is something that, you know, you're very much excited towards seeing at health this year that's maybe different from previous years? Yeah. I mean, every time we start the process of ideating around what the event's going to look like, it's, it's always uh, building upon previous success and then doing something differently. Um, and as you touched upon our, our caricatures and our illustrations, I mean, that's fundamentally core to who we are as a brand and brand identity. And then we feel like that resonates with our audience, which keeps them coming back year after year. Um, so this year, you know, we're introducing new, exciting components to the event. Uh, but for me, the, the best part is knowing that you have months and months of planning culminating over the course of four days and then being there when uh, registration opens and all these people are coming to get their badge and then making their way to the main stage or the show floor or experiencing our myriad of activations and then seeing kind of the joy in their face and knowing that, you know, we were behind the scenes making all this come to life and then having the ability to observe in real life the, the tangible uh, engagements that our attendees um, are able to interact with. And you're doing a great job keeping up with the trends. I'm really wondering, because it takes months to put together health, for example, or even Vive of next year. I'm sure you're still, you and Amanda and Michael are still kind of thinking about what to include. Amanda, for you, content is a huge thing. So how are you really keeping up with like the trends going on in digital health to make sure that you're bringing the cutting edge content? I guess, Amanda, this one's for you. 
So I work very closely with our content team headed up by Jody. Um, you know, every year we work together to um, come up with our top trends for our eBooks, which we put out once a year for each of our events. And I think those trends that come out of our events that land in the ebook are then, you know, spread across all of our mediums. And we highlight all those key trends in healthcare um, through that way. Um, and I think also just listening to the community on social media, what are they talking about? What is trending on social is very, very important. Obviously, right now, AI is trending on social and how generative AI is affecting healthcare is huge. So we're you know, on top of that, through social content right now, we've interviewed our current speakers that are on the Health 23 agenda about what they think is going on with that in the next, you know, in the near future, in the next few years. Um, and just, you know, making sure that we're, we have a finger on the pulse of our current speakers and getting to hear what they want to say about these trends and putting that out there is really important for content. Yeah, it's amazing because not to toot our own horn, but Hiro has been around AI and dealing with generative AI and healthcare basically since we remember ourselves and our participation at conferences is always around AI. And now it's really becoming like a top track, I guess. So Alan and soon Michael, I have a unicorn question for you, but Alan, how are you as head of marketing making sure to demystify all these up and coming trends? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think it's important to know kind of our role in the industry in in the marketplace you know we kind of look at ourselves as the platform to facilitate conversations of this nature um, so we we like to look at ourselves as a destination a venue a community where different voices can come together to have these types of conversations so it's less about us demystifying um, some of these assertions but it's more about facilitating an engaging conversation uh, amongst the ecosystem and doing it in a broad fashion, but also more in a curated experience where there are really relevant conversations. Well, I'm excited to see what you have in store. Actually, Hiro is doing a happy hour with Gozio and Artera during health. And we have our booths with you guys every year. And it's just, it's really nice to see. So kudos on that. And Michael, head of creative, I do have some questions around the creative because it really is something that is emphasized around uh, health and vibes brand. First of all, I'm seeing the petunia everywhere, this unicorn. So how did you come up with that as the health mascot? That's my first question. Um, um, I never worked in healthcare before. And when I got to health, I think originally the approach to health were gonna be very like top notch, very luxury minded brand. But as we started developing a lot of the creative assets in the marketing over the course of several months, plus the blue that we use in our logo, it was decided to do a really dark blue because it stood out more. So like every month I would tweak the hex a little bit till we got to our cyan blue because I knew that was a lot more fun and playful, although not ADA compliant. But I think, you know, there's there's two major things in healthcare. There's one, we have a, a big part of our program is funding founders where we get these VC capitalists to like invest in these small niche companies like Amazons and UPSs of the world. And they're looking for that unicorn business that, you know, $5 billion revenue ROI business. So I was like, okay, unicorns are a thing in healthcare. We, that resonates with us. But then I also was like, you know, the healthcare industry is very male dominated. You know, we, we hear these things like mantles and we're very against mantles. Like we need diversity, we need women, we need men, we need all sorts of um, diversity on our stages. So I was like, it's kind of hilarious to bake in this unicorn into a lot of our creative as kind of the, the unbespoke um, 
mascot of like what we're looking for in healthcare. We're all like unique individuals. It's redundant. But that's the idea of the unicorn. And it was kind of like, well, men like unicorns too. And I think there was some pushback because she had a lot of, she has a lot of um, energy and pizzazz and a little spunk. And it was at our first event that we didn't have a name. And a man jumped on a unicorn floaty, floated across the pool, did a headstand where our fire dancer was going to perform before the open bar even started. And someone's like, what's the unicorn's name? I was like, I don't know, it's Petunia. And I think that's really the genesis of Petunia. Like she's, she represents all of us. We're all unique in our own ways. And when we come together, it's just a field of unicorns. Um, but she also allows us to kind of step away from that conservative side of healthcare and like, you know, what really makes us tick and what's fun. Because I think this is the last thing I'll say about this. When we went into this, we were like, oh, you know, healthcare people, they don't, you know, they go to bed at 8 p.m. Like, you know, they're not going to go out and party. They're not going to dance. And we're like, that's not, that's not true. Healthcare people are like anyone else. There's this um, human quality about them where they want to enjoy life and they enjoy what they're doing. And it's not boring to them. It's exciting. So that's really how Petunia kind of came into it six years ago wow six years ago that's how long you've been designing for for this brand well she's only really come into prominence the last two years (laughs) again Mm -hmm. like we keep bringing her up we keep hiding her into the creative but really i think it's when we did the rebrand that we really embraced petunia Um, everyone loves a mascot but also like you know petunia she's she's non-binary she's a unicorn she's not black she's not white she's not him she's not they she's not he like anyone could be petunia and i think that's kind of like the magic behind that kind of um ambiguity of what petunia is i love that and i love how your speakers are also kind of animated and it just brings this very humane uh, approach to healthcare. and that's really what we need in healthcare. i believe uh, with all the technology coming in it's still people and we need that that human touch, no matter what technology is immersed into the ecosystem. So Michael, last question for you. What can attendees expect from the on-site design experience this year? Give us some inside scoop. Last year with the rebrand, we we kind of, we really wanted to depart from just being our nascent blue everywhere and really explore color and, and then ex- explore changing up our stages. So each stage wasn't a facsimile of one another so that each stage had its own persona and experience. And what my creative team has really invested a lot in this year is um, employing all the different senses, smell, sight, sound, touch. So a lot of our stages, like last year, are very thematic. But this year, they're going one extra level deeper and understanding, like, what's it like when the attendee is in that space, when they walk around, when they sit down, when they view it? So I think, I think this show is going to make people want to touch things more and interact more and, like, put themselves into the health environment, which is kind of what we're looking for. We're, we're creating this storyline and we want people to feel like they fit into that narrative. So I think this year we're just that much closer to kind of um, describing that narrative or giving a story with a visual. Alan, on the marketing perspective, um, you guys create this feel of 365-day year-round community for health. And it's not just like engaging with attendees once per year for four days and then see you next year. It really has become this community. Can you share some of your strategies, best practices? How do you really do it? How do you bring the team together to cultivate this this approach? Yeah, totally. Um, and when when the company first started six years ago, it was it was it was truly one single event. And since then, we've evolved. We now have three events on the horizon: a myriad of digital offerings and a nonprofit arm, uh, Health Foundation. And for us, it was very important to continuously deliver value throughout the year beyond the four days at the event. So we're just very mindful of how we communicate 
um, to our attendees, speakers, sponsors. And, you know, one of the ways that we've been able to leverage kind of this year round uh, flywheel is by taking all the content that's generated during the four days and then repurposing it throughout the year. Uh, we recently launched a community portal, which kind of serves as our media property where um, either attendees or the general public can go and access content from the event. Um, we also generate content on a monthly basis uh, beyond the event that people can access to. And for us, it's continuously activating, engaging our communities uh, and keeping health top of mind so that when the next event cycle opens up, they're already aware that this is the type of event that they want to go to. Um, so, you know, one tip for um, any type of, of organization is taking content uh, that's created and figuring out how to repurpose it throughout the, the year to create that, that flywheel effect of continuously bringing people into your brand ecosystem. And what I love that you also do, um, building off of what you're saying now, is you have us log in to our health ID. And yeah. I don't know if that's more of like the the tech side of, you know, our workflow of keeping everyone in one framework, but it really does give you an, a sense of identity, right? So that sounds too cliche, but when I'm logging into my health ID, it's like, oh, wow, I see this plethora of events that you guys are putting together, not just the one in Vegas, but there's also five. I know there's Europe. That was a very mindful, purposeful decision. Um, I guess we were trying to play the role of a tech company at the core as we're evolving to get more more, more, more data mindful, uh, but for us creating a single sign-on that allows you to create your health ID and easily access any of our events or offerings is a win-win for the, the stakeholder, the user, and also for us as we try to streamline the onboarding process as quickly as possible. I love it. I have my profile. I have my picture up there. It makes me feel like I belong. Um... I sign up my colleagues that way because I'm in charge of our conferences. So it really makes it easy, but it also has this like subconscious effect on like, oh, I'm part of health, you know, worldwide and overall. So great job on that. Amanda, I'm going to move on to you um, because I have some more content related questions. So Alan mentioned that content is repurposed year round, but how may attendees best maximize their time in Vegas and then afterwards? So it wasn't clear if are these being recorded and then we can view them after um, what is the best way to really experience and digest all this information that we're going to get? So attendees should definitely follow us on all of our social channels if they haven't already. So we're on LinkedIn, X, Instagram, and Threads. Um, and we repurpose our content on all of those channels. So pretty much right after the event, um, we will start sharing clips of sessions that happened at Health 23. Um We'll do all of our keynote sessions and even more after that. And pretty much every week throughout the entire year, they're going to get clips of, you know, digestible content in a one minute long clips that will then lead them to our community where um, about two weeks after the event, we will have all of our session recordings on there for the entire for eternity. Um, so people can go back and listen there if they missed any sessions um, during the event. Um, and then we will be sharing all of our podcast recordings because on site we do on site interviews of podcasts that we then leak out throughout the year. Um, so we'll be starting those as well. Um, and those will be more deep dives into different topics um, with different thought leaders. And then, like I mentioned earlier, we also have our ebook after the event that we'll release about six weeks to a month to two months after. 
that are going to compile all of the trends, the biggest trends that came out of the event this year. Um, so it'll be, you know, a eight page write up of the eight to 10 top trends that came out of the event. So we have a lot coming to our audience after the event is over. Um, so really, that's just the beginning of many, many different types of content that we're going to share with everybody. And with so much happening, um, what is one session or one activity you're most excited about coming up at Health in Vegas this year? And Michael and Alan, get your answers ready as well. I'm really excited for our food as medicine marketplace. Um, it's this new activation that we are going to have at the event this year with a lot of different um, healthy food options and different vendors providing some cool things for people to try. So I'm really curious and interested to see, to see that. Ooh, um, that's exciting. I always look for like yeah. healthy smoothies on the show floor and it's like, nope, hot dog or hamburger or pizza. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know the details of what's going to be served, but um, I think it's going to be a lot of healthy options. And what is one question that attendees keep asking you that you wish to answer on this platform as well? Cause a lot will be listening in. Well, I would say from a social media perspective, there's going to be a ton of Instagrammable moments, we like to call them. Michael has designed them on purpose throughout the event. So you're going to be able to walk around and have many opportunities to take photos, selfies, you know, group photos. It's going to be everywhere, um, especially our large letters that say health 23. Um, so I just, you know, ask that everyone make sure you take photos and tag us hashtag health 2023 um, when you do post your picture and we will be sure to engage with your post. And um, there's going to be a lot of that on site. So I'm excited to see everyone taking photos. Ooh. Okay. Michael, can I ask what material is this health sign made out of? I'm always curious. The giant, giant, the health giant, sign. the giant one. Um, we have two this year. We have the one that you saw last year. It's on the giant channel letters. It's, it's, a steel frame and it probably has a center board affixed to it and then it's primed. Okay, and then we so have... no one's no one's taking it home or folding it up in their bag. Oh no, it, it has a two compartment crate and then we have a <laughs> we have another we have our monogram as is it's eight feet tall, three two and a half feet deep, seven feet wide, and that's a large steel frame that we're able to appropriate every year and like decorate it. Like one year we're gonna fill it up with rubber duckies, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think one year you should have one made out of foam where people could throw the letters around because it's only four letters and the period of health. That's just an idea for Michael's team. And uh, Michael, what are you most excited about to see? I mean, there's obviously all of your design and creative that's surrounding the event and creating the brand, but anything else you're very excited for? I think I think I can answer both in one in one answer. Um, I think I'm really excited to see our stages because, again, our stages are completely different from what we've done in the past. And the stages, you know, we, we come up with the concepts for the stage based on content, what kind of um, content they want to show on the event. So, like, we try to make the stages reflect that information that's being disseminated for each stage. But also, like, I think a question a lot of attendees are all, all, always asking is, like, who does your artwork? you outsource what's your consultancy i'm like oh no it's it's me and three other guys um daniel dennis and jose and like what's really exciting for me to see these stages come to life is our creative team is not graphic designers they're not event designers they're animators and illustrators they're just really talented artists and giving them the opportunity to work in a medium that isn't just the television screen that you see in front of you every day but actually like explore what it means to create something and 
experience it in 3D, that's what I'm really excited about. And I think, especially for my team, like they're so used to seeing everything on a two-dimensional plane to actually walk through the creations is so exciting. And I think I just want attendees yeah. to know that we are a very small company. I mean, in, in a sense, in the broad sense of things, like everything you're seeing from a marketing standpoint, creative content, like it's a handful of us. So we're, we're really, we're not stretched thin, but like if something goes wrong, like understand that there's only like five of us working on it. <laughs> Can I just say, it seems, and I'm, I genuinely mean this, it seems like you guys are an entourage of superstars putting this project together. Like I could not have guessed that you're a handful or a small team. Um, and as an event organizer myself, I always look at it and get inspired from it. So that's, that's why I'm always excited to go to our events. Like Amanda mentioned earlier, like, or Alan, like it's, it's just four days and I, I, I call it like summer camp. Like everyone gets to see each other again and it's so exciting and it's so heart wrenching when everything comes down because okay. it takes 32 hours to build this and it takes less than 12 hours to take it down. And no one sees that everything you're seeing on site, all the stages, those are just concepts. Those aren't built right. yet. They don't get right. built until three weeks from now. So everything right. could go wrong. I'm sure it'll go absolutely right. And I can't wait to see, really. Alan? Yeah, look, there's so much going on. And when you're at the event, like literally your, your feet and your calves start to hurt because you're walking to so many different destination points just to observe. When you, when you go to all the stages and actually see what they look like in person, um, and then for us, we're, we're doing something new for media called Media Village, where we're going to allow some of our media attendees to film and do executive interviews right on the floor, which is a new component. I'm excited about that. Amanda mentioned food as medicine. We have Well by Health Wing, which is all dedicated to consumer tech conversations and brands. Um, so there's a ton of, of action going on. But for me, it's, it's looking at the social media feed and seeing the engagement, the likes, the shares, um, people who haven't seen each other in a long time, taking selfies with and without Petunia and then sharing it to their network. You know, from a, from a marketing standpoint, that's what you want, right? You want that virality. You want that network effect of an event where the brand gets perpetuated exponentially. But for me, it's, it's seeing other attendees when they're on the floor, reading the emails that we wrote, sharing the pictures that we created to their network um, and seeing all the effort, the hours that we put in to create this event is now resonating with, with people um, who are there on a mission to make healthcare better. Um, so for me, that's, that's the best part of being part of this entire experience. Amazing. And you mentioned Petunia, how will we meet her this year? Petunia will be roaming around. Uh, there will be plenty of opportunities to, to take a selfie with, with Petunia. Um, I actually just got Petunia's schedule. So we'll make sure that uh, we'll make Petunia as ubiquitous as possible to maximize exposure. I'd love to know what hotel she's staying at so I could be the first to get her autograph. Um, I'm sure you guys love me enough to let me know uh, before anyone else. I'm sure she's at a penthouse at some very luxurious <laughs> resort. Um, yeah. Speaking so. of which, the Encore is completely sold out. And now my colleague wants to kill me because I put her up in some other random hotel, the only one that is available. Uh, but I guess that's good news to you guys because it really is a full house this year. And I'm wishing for you full house every single event. Um, so at that, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. We're going to let you guys go into event planning mode. Any last words, Amanda, Alan, Michael, you'd like to leave us off with or send off to the attendees? Yes. Wear glitter. 
<laughs> or something shiny, something sparkly, like it's your earring, it's your necklace, it's your. That's not going to happen in healthcare, but we could try. Oh no! I, I want everyone to come and just not be worried about being who they are and dressing who they are. I love yeah, it. Come for, come for fun. Definitely come for some fun at night after the content all day. Oh yeah, who's performing this year? We uh, we're very fortunate to have Fat Joe and Ashanti performing at Industry Night this year. How did you guys get Fat Joe? It's a good question, but we're very lucky. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. We're so excited. We'll see you in Vegas, baby. See you in Vegas. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Patient Journey Pioneers brought to you by Hiro. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. See you on our next episode.